Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You know what I feel like doing? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I am your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things New York Jets. And I'm here today to talk about the NFL draft and what just happened at the NFL draft in regards to the New York Jets, my beloved football team. Now, there's been a few developments leading up to the NFL draft that I kind of want to run through, and then I will do a separate NFL draft like as a whole podcast because there's a lot to talk about when it comes to the New York Jets, and of course, they're my favorite team, so why not? So leading up to the NFL draft, we decided to rip off the proverbial uh, band-aid, so to speak, when it comes to Sam Darnold, our quarterback, and you know... It is, I don't know, it's heartbreaking to kind of see that the relationship between the Jets and Sam Darnold has come to a head and it is now over. So if you guys remember, Sam Darnold was the third overall pick back in the day and the 2018 NFL draft. That wasn't too long ago. And through that whole time, his whole tenure here, he has been neglected and he hasn't had the proper management, let alone coaching, to push them in the right direction as Josh Allen did, as Lamar Jackson did. I wouldn't say Josh Rosen, but you get the point here. Proper coaching, proper general management, and overall just staff goes a long way. So we also did trade up to get Darnold. I think we were at the number six pick. We gave up a lot to move up to three, and we're here today to kind of, I don't know, repair what has been broken so uh we traded sam darnold to the carolina panthers we got a couple picks we got three of them we got a sixth rounder this year we also got i'd say a second and a fourth next year perfect that's fine i I honestly didn't think any of those picks would amount to anything um let alone three of them and people could say oh they're second round they're later picks they're not really going to be anything and for all you know Yeah, you're probably right, but at least we got something for Sam, especially the way he's been playing. Everyone was like, oh, you know, he can garner a first round pick or whatever, but I didn't see that happening. It's just the way he was playing. But Sam Darnold's now out the door. He's in Carolina. That's all good and well. I hope he succeeds. Again, they have Matt Rule. They have Robbie Anderson, McCaffrey, DJ Moore. They have weapons. They have everything down there, so they're good. That could have been us, but That's neither here nor there. But we're here today to talk about the NFL draft and what we did during this draft. So with the second overall pick in the first round, the New York Jets select Zach Wilson from BYU. And this was a pick that was kind of made in stone whenever we won those two games during the season. We lost out on Trevor Lawrence. The next one up was kind of, it was a, you know, it was a shoot between Justin Fields and Zach Wilson. But now... We got Zach Wilson. We are rolling with him. The intangibles look great. He makes those on-time throws. Grant you, there's always that comparison about he never really faced anyone at BYU. And then you go Coastal Carolina game. I'm not here to talk about that stuff because it's already been talked about a lot, but it's worth noting. And all I'm here to say is I hope it works out. And looking at the draft, I guess that's a spoiler, moving forward, it's looking pretty all right. We're already changing the dynamic of this quarterback already, and he hasn't even stepped foot on the field to play for us. So that's worth noting. 
Now, in the surprise pick in the first round, because we did have the 23 pick, the New York Jets traded up from 23 to number 14 with the Minnesota Vikings, and they gave up both their third rounders. Kind of meh on that, but we did select the left guard from USC, Elijah Vera Tucker. We are solidifying the offensive line, that left side with Makai Becton, and now Elijah Vera Tucker. Oh, it's going to be great. That left side of the line is perfect. It's the blind side. It is what you want to protect the most. And I guess this is my thoughts on Cincinnati. You're not doing it up in Cincy. I, I feel bad for Joe Burrow. But um, yeah, this guard, I assume he's going to be playing left guard. I assume he could be playing on the right side, but odds are he's playing left. He is the guy I coveted heading into the draft for that second, the 23 pick. And of course, it was well noted that I don't think uh, Rob Sala and uh, Joe Douglas thought he was going to be there at 23. So they decided to pull the trigger and move up and be aggressive. That is what you want to see. They gave up the two threes. I'm kind of upset because there was so much value in the draft in the later rounds. And, you know, I always say value, but there was a lot of players that slid. And I don't want to get into that because that's for the separate NFL draft podcast. But for now... I'm kind of upset we gave up the two threes, but then again, Elijah Vera Tucker, great pick. I thought that was amazing. Uh, For our second round pick, the wide receiver out of Ole Miss, Elijah Moore, that is what you want to see. Now, Tevin Jenkins was on the board. Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa was on the board. Those were the two players I thought we would go with, you know, just to kind of add to for our offensive line for Tevin Jenkins and then uh, Jeremiah Usu-Koromoa would solidify that defense. I just loved his tape heading into the draft and I didn't really know about him. I was showing my friend Shano. If you're listening, this is for you. He showed me Jeremiah Usu-Koromoa, a guy who wasn't on my radar and damn, I was impressed. But uh, yeah, it it was, it wasn't like a bad surprise. Elijah Moore was a first round talent through and through. I guess through this draft, I don't know too much about Ole Miss, so I can't really speak on it. But um, looking at some of his tape, he looks electric. I think he's going to be in the slot. I think that's the ideal position for him. And then we have Corey Davis on the outside. We'd have Denzel Mims and now Elijah Moore on the slot. And we also have Jameson Crowder. So that wide receiver room looks drastically improved already surrounding weapons just to give Zach Wilson a chance. So that's all good and well. Love the pick. He looks like a very, very polished route runner. It's just, it's looking up. This is the first draft in a very long time where I can sit here and say, you know what? I feel confident about the New York Jets draft. I feel confident that we picked the right players. So I guess that's what it feels like to have a competent GM and head coach. But uh, moving on to the fourth round, because we did trade those two threes, we picked up Michael Carter running back from UNC, not USC. I'm stuck on those USC guys. UNC. Uh, He's a guy that, from just looking at what he's done on the field, looks like a steal. Grant you, we have Ty Johnson. We have LaMichael Perrine, uh, Perrine, Perrine. I don't know how you pronounce it. We also have... Tevin Coleman we signed, and then we have, I think there's another running back somewhere in there. The the name is escaping me, but you want to have a good running attack. The the way that the offense was run in San Francisco, 
they did thrive on the run game and they made people who really weren't household names into very good running backs. I wouldn't say very good. That's just me hyping my own team up, but they made them look tolerable. They made them look good. I guess that's the way to say it, but I don't know. But um, Michael Carter, good pickup. I see a lot of people and I don't know if this is true or not, but there's a lot of people that had him very high on their lists as far as players go. So who's who knows? Maybe we uh we hit a home run here. Michael Carter. I'm looking forward to it. So with our fifth round picks and our sixth round picks, we kind of alternated between linebacker and corner. Some of those were safeties. It's just I guess we were trading back so much. We were just trying to know if we can get more picks. We can kind of have better odds to hit on them. I guess. I don't know. It, the Jets were trading back a lot in those later rounds, and they were picking up picks to kind of just cast a wider net. And maybe you net a good fish here or there, or maybe you have a good depth player. I can only hope. We also picked up another Michael Carter. I don't know. Joe Douglas passed a comment, and he's like, we went into the draft with our one goal in mind to corner the market on Michael Carter's and Elijah's. So that's great. You know, it's going to get really confusing in that coaching room for sure. Um, I still think there is room to improve in the cornerback market. And I also heard a report that Marcus May is now the top priority for Joe Douglas as far as to get him signed to a long-term deal. He did sign that franchise tag. And I do think that by training camp, I would hope by training camp, we we have him nailed down to a long-term deal. Farewell could happen between now and whenever. So just keep an eye out for that. But getting back to the cornerback situation, I do think there's room to improve there still. Richard Sherman is still out there. I think that would be a signing to happen post-draft because now teams have kind of narrowed down their rosters as far as who they wanted. And now some of those players you really didn't see get signed are going to get signed in the coming weeks. We also made a few unsigned or undrafted players, I should say, a bunch of those signings. For those, I always say, and this is going back to whenever we picked up Robbie Anderson, you know, this regime seems to have a good knack for scouting, and they just have an eye for players. And people say, oh, Quinn and Williams kind of looks like a bust. I don't know. I don't believe that. I think he's been doing very well. He's only been improving. And that's all you want out of players, especially young players. You don't want them to regress. You kind of want them to build on every season. And honestly, he was getting double teamed every time he was going up the middle. And that normally happens for people going right up the middle, pass rushers. So um, this draft looks very good. Uh, it's nice to kind of see a front office that gives a damn about our young QB. And that's all you want. That's all you want out of a front office and front office that takes a young quarterback, presumably the future of the franchise. And for them to just say, Hey, we're going to go guard. We're going to go wide receiver. We're going to go running back and kind of give you the weapons that we already added onto through free agency. That's what you want to see out of that. You know, they did it up in Buffalo with Josh Allen. They, they traded for Stefan Diggs. They surrounded him with weapons, a good O-line and the coach up there. Sean McDermott is killing it as of late. So hats off to them. But I can only hope that happens here in New York, and I can only hope that the players we drafted, especially Zach Wilson, pans out in the right direction for us. And I have confidence. That's all I got to say on that. But that about does it here for the Get Comfy Lowdown. You know, this is kind of the time of year where 
football news starts popping off. We're going to cover a lot, especially when it comes down to the Aaron Rodgers situation, Deshaun Watson, you know, it's all those big quarterbacks you got to keep an eye out for. But again, that about does it here for the Get Comfy Lowdown. We are available on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Believe Podcast Network. And if you like what we do here, go check out the Get Comfy Game Break every Friday, the Get Comfy Podcast every Sunday, and of course, this show, the Get Comfy Lowdown, every Wednesday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms. But you know what? We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.